Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Fat Apples. Thank you all for tuning into this episode. I am so excited. We have a very special guest uh, here with me today as our co-host. Welcome to the show, Monsi Vora, one of my best friends at school. So lucky to know her. Monsi was actually one of my first friends in the business school, and she made uh, just the adjustment process to college so much easier. She's a great friend to me. She's also in PGN, like a couple of the other people I've brought on the show. And she uh, is one of the leaders in our student org, rocking it out always. So thank you for joining me, Monsi. You can say what's up to everyone. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, Noah, thank you so, so much for having me. It's honestly one of my dreams come true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a good episode for you guys today. We're really excited. We have some fun stuff to talk about. And I just got to give Monsi another shout out uh, just because she's been a super big supporter of the fat apples and, and me kind of just doing this for fun and always listening and tuning in and giving me ideas and being a great supporter, the fattest apple, best viewer we have. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, besides music, what else is new? <laughs> um, not much. Um, I've been interning at, at the startup staple clothing. It's been oh, going yes. pretty well. You are well. a big ambassador. I see you on the <laughs> Instagram page too. Get, yeah, getting I, it it's popping. Been pretty cool. Yeah. Um, other than that, not much. I've been trying to read a lot more, watch a lot more movies, been starting to eat really healthy, and I've like worked out a lot these past few months. So it's it's kind of getting into a really good healthy routine, and I'm very, very happy about that. That is really healthy. Like you you wake up, you check your email, you read the news, you get your coffee, <laughs> you get your coffee, but like also, yeah, like I feel like re- like working out and eating healthy, but also like reading is also like I feel like really good for like health like physical and like mental like wellness and it's like a good practice and everything well like what kind of books have you been reading um well okay so when I the first half of the summer I took my like course magnifying school right and they like kind of introduced us to a lot of like positive psychology books and stuff and I think just reading different you know things even online about how positive psychology applies to individuals versus organizations it's already helped me like in my work when like talking about different clubs and different groups like I think it's so so useful to know um and yeah so that's pretty cool that's awesome I like that it's nice when you read something and then you can actually like apply it or, or see it and you're like oh my god like this is for real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like a surprising little, like, Oh, didn't think I was actually going to be able to use that. That sounds like magnified though. is like a, I mean, something that really like impacted you. So that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was definitely the most immersive course I've taken at Michigan so far. And, and probably the, the most, uh, some, the class that I've learned the most from for sure. Yeah. But yeah. What's I new am, with you? Uh, well, so speaking of <laughs> speaking of eating healthy and trying new things, I am on the keto diet right now. Um, oh, and this will yeah. actually be, man, I think I'm, I don't know if I'm on or I'm going into my sixth week of keto. So it's actually, yeah, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's been over a month for sure. Um, like a month and a half, probably. I've lost uh, between between like 15 and 17 pounds so I think that's like it's pretty good it usually comes out to between two or three pounds average a week it depends 
like you know if you really follow it really strictly or if you slip a little um but basically the keto diet for those who don't know i mean it's like one of the most common ones right now but like um it's it's high protein and high fat like healthy fats from you know like vegetables and avocado and like celery and shit like that not not like the unhealthy fats and it's, it's very low carbs like low to no carbs and and low sugar um mm-hmm. so for carbs i'm really supposed to be staying within like 30 grams a day um so i try to i try to do that it goes it, it's been pretty good i would say like i it's hard for for me at least it was only hard for the first couple of days i found that i really don't miss carby food like bread or pasta but i have sugar cravings so like we talked i had like the halo top like low carb mm-hmm. ice cream because i could not shake these like sugar ice cream like dessert cravings and and so my dad like explained like there's certain symptoms like when your body changes over and it was funny cuz like a couple days in i felt like shit like absolute shit I was like, I took three naps in a day. Like I was super fatigued. I had zero energy and I just felt terrible. And so like, I mean, right now that's not good because then, you know, I'm, th- you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, well I have COVID or I, you know, I have symptoms of it. And then my dad just goes, oh no, no, no. You just have keto flu. MFs never told me that this diet what? came with the flu. Yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, I mean, I don't really, I'm not even going to pretend to understand all the signs of it. It shows you that I'm not like a really good if I, I should be able to explain it. I should have like read a book or done more research, but it's basically like when you start, when your body starts, um, burning, like, like burning the calories and like the food differently and processing through like, it's like less glucose and it starts, it's, uh, oh God, I'm going to say it wrong. It's like ketidin or ket something. That's why it's called <laughs> ketosis. It's the, it's whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but it's like basically your body adjusting to like the new way that it's like storing energy and processing food. Um, and so that's what brings you the more you do it. It takes, it takes like three or four days to get into ketosis, um, which sounds cool as fuck. Like just the, I, the concept of ketosis. So I was up in here, like telling my dad's like, Oh man, I'm about to be like fucking like avatar Aang and ketosis and get special powers. And he's like, Oh, okay. It's not, it's actually just going <laughs> to, it's just going to make you hangry. You're going to be an asshole is what ketosis will do to you. But I was like, I've been saying like, every time I do something cool or say something smart, I'd be like, yeah, that's like, you know, ketosis, my hidden powers coming out. Um, but <laughs> it's definitely been not as hard as it would be because my dad did keto, um, couple months back and he lost like a ridiculous amount of weight so it's Mm -hmm. nice that I'm home right now because he's like my keto guru I call him guru Matthew (laughs) guru Matthew is helping me stay in ketosis and giving me my special powers uh the longer I stay on ketosis the closer I get to learning how to fly Uh, oh my god (laughs) (laughs) no he's like he's like I think you might have the wrong diet um but it is really nice because he's like shown me like here are some creative ways you can do it or still like this isn't as bad for you as you'd think um, I was surprised by the lack of fruit. You can only yeah, have strawberries, yeah. something with like the seed or like, I, cause you think strawberries are like really sweet, but they're like the only fruit that's okay. And so like, yeah. I was like, no banana. Apparently bananas are terrible mm-hmm. for you. I'm like, I only, yeah. I, like, I did not know that they were that bad. Yeah. Fruit has a ton of sugar 
in it. And, 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 you know, it's hard to decipher because when you're younger, you're taught like, okay, eat your fruits and vegetables. Right. And you kind of like categorize them as maybe the same thing. But when you're older, it's like, oh my God, fruit has so much sugar in it, but that's awesome. And it's great that your dad is like helping you, um, figure out how to do that. But do you yeah. think you're going to continue it when school starts? Well, my goal is to do it up until school starts and see okay. kind of like where I'm at. I would ideally like to do it through September. However, okay. I know that doing it at school is going to be really hard. Like, yeah. no, matter, no matter what, I'm going to have to do a version of it at school because you mm -hmm. don't just like get off keto and start eating like shit again because then you can gain all the weight back. And like, it's really bad. Like, you can throw your body like really off balance. So I can start reintegrating, you know, like, food and to, but I can't you know I still have to try and eat salad once a day you know like things like right. that I mean you can you know increase the carbs gradually but so it'll be like I'm not on keto but like I'm like like weaning myself off but staying on it like completely that is a challenge because I mean we'll have a the nice thing is we'll be at a house uh, a house in the fall and we have a grill and mm -hmm. I've been grilling like ch uh, like teriyaki chicken Italian chicken um, with my dad, we've made some burgers. So like, you know, there's meat things that I can make because really with keto, you're, you're talking like meat, cheese, eggs, vegetables. Right. That's like that's, that's really it. Um, mm -hmm. and then like, I drink like these milk, you know, like protein things, yeah. um, premier proteins, which are really good because they kind of get the sweet craving. Like they satisfy like the, I mean, cause it's like a, it's not a shake at all. It's mo mostly milk, but you know what I mean? It like takes care of that yeah. craving. Um, but we'll have a grill and then like there are like these cheese like I eat these things called paninos which is like cheese sticks wrapped in like salami and you know you can just have salad and things like that or if you actually like just eat cheese by itself and um yeah like I said strawberries so there are things I know what to do if I was going to do it through September but let me tell you first things first <laughs> if I'm sitting at the house with the guys and we you know, if if anyone suggests the magic word, which is pancheros, <laughs> I like, you know, like I'm going to have an issue and like, you can do it. Like you can go to Chipotle or pancheros or wherever, and you can get a bowl with yeah. no rice. You can't get rice unless it's like cauliflower rice, which they're starting to bring to Chipotle. Um, but you can get a bowl with lettuce and beans and, you know, like salsa is not really that bad. And like your whatever meat and mm -hmm. cheese. But it's like, it's not the same as a burrito. It's not oh, yeah. as a late night burrito. I mean, come on. So it'll be much harder at school. So I think <laughs> it's looking like August 31st is the, the end. <laughs> the cutoff. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. When you, when you first said um, that you want to carry it through September, I, my, my initial thought was like, but what about Panch? <laughs> what about Panch? <laughs> that was what I thought of. But um, I, I have not had meat since... Um, I don't know if you remember, but the first thing that we did when Ross announced that our school was canceled was we went to Wendy's with yeah. a, a couple of friends. Yeah. And yeah. we all got like the little chicken nuggets there. That was the last time I had. Come on, four, because... four for four. four, for four. <laughs> yeah. Um, but both of my parents are vegetarian. And so we don't have meat in the house other than salmon. And then I eat eggs sometimes. Mm -hmm. But yeah that keto is such a healthy diet and like meat is a great source of protein I just have not had meat since February <laughs> but yeah. yeah well that's what Druva said too because I was asking him about that because he he was talking a little mm -hmm. bit about meal prep and like 
it's not that hard at home since his parents are also vegetarian but I talked about like has it been different you know at school versus home as far as like preparing that diet and I think he said it was like easier now um but what you were saying about the meat is it's kind of crazy because if you have too much protein it can put a lot of stress on your kidney um which is a difficult situation for me because I for all the listeners I have one kidney so I have to be kind of careful so to not like overdo the protein on keto, I have to, like I said, you have to do healthy fats. So I have to have salad once a day. I have to make sure I'm eating vegetables. It's like I've started doing celery with peanut butter, which peanut butter really is like you have to be careful how much you have because that's like low key, like not that good for you. But mm-hmm. I mean, I could also do celery with ranch. But anyways, um, one of my buddies, actually, he was doing keto forever and he got a kidney stone um, wow. from literally from the protein buildup. And I like can't really afford for that to happen. Not, I mean, not, I mean, I probably could pass a kidney stone safely, but like who, who the fuck even wants to like consider like, oh yeah, I'll probably be fine. I'll probably pass it. You know, it hurt a little bit. Um, (laughs) So uh, yeah, I just had to be careful with how long I do it, which is what also makes me think that it'll be time to stop um, right when school starts. Cause that'll be about a solid three months through the summer. And then, you know, I could stop for a little bit and start again, but yeah I don't know but isn't that kind of crazy there's like all these side effects it's it's like the commercials with um when it's like a prescription drug for like fucking allergies and it's like but you may risk you know heart attack or it's like all these crazy (laughs) things it's like see talk to your doctor if you've not subscribed to Numera I'm like oh my god oh my gosh yeah well, it's good that you know about that now I did not know that (laughs) so I would not find the fine in the fine print it's like protein buildup may cause kidney stone extreme pain also, you will get the flu and think you have COVID. <laughs> also, you will be, you will be hangry and you will be an asshole to your parents and friends. So treat yourself. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, yeah. Yeah, the side effects of keto. That's so funny. Well, yeah, but the results are like I said. I mean, they speak for themselves. And like I said, it's it's really yeah. not that bad once you get into like you know some sugar cravings. But after a couple of days, it's like you kind of start, I mean, like I said, there's some things I miss, but you really stop missing some of the things that you thought. Totally. Uh, Oh God, though. I I was just thinking about it. I've been thinking for a while that one of the big things I miss, and you're probably thinking like chicken nuggets, tenders. Yes, of course. But like (laughs) I miss Eggo waffles so much. Really? No, it's not. I mean, any waffle or pancake. Yeah. Like, oh my God, because like I live off Eggo waffles kind of the joke at my house or at the apartment with my friends yeah. is like anything in the fridge or freezer that looks like it belongs in a five-year-old's lunchbox that's mine <laughs> uh, aka Capri Suns Uncrustables fruit snacks which are not in the fridge but like the Eggos <laughs> like we would go to Costco because Jake likes them too so we would go to Costco and yeah. get like a 60 pack so oh my god so like when, when it was time for everyone to come home you know, because like when when they, they were like, okay, bye, COVID, like gotta go. We had yeah. fucking like forty waffles left in the freezer, and we're like, oh god, like what are we gonna do? So I started eating them like crazy, and then before I started keto, we also stocked up on waffles at my house here with my parents. So we've had waffles just sitting around for two months because I haven't had them, and it's like so sad. Like no more egos. Oh I, my that's, gosh, that's been the hardest part. You know, it's like it's literally like missing an old friend. You know. Oh my! <laughs> That's this a, is like this is truly a scene from Toy Story. Like you are, 
you are Andy and Woody is the Eggo Waffle. <laughs> They're waiting for me. They're waiting for me though. They know this is just like a phase. I'm not about to like stop take egos out of my diet. And fun fact, like I it it sounds crazy like how attached I am to egos, but literally like one time um for a football game at yes oh man after after doing a little bit of tailgating um i decided that it would be a good idea to put a couple waffles uh like i didn't even like put them in the toaster i just like set them out on the counter and then i put them in a plastic bag and i put them in my jacket to carry around for the day for the game and oh, then yeah. we're literally standing there and it's like it's like the second quarter or it's like halftime it's halftime and we're standing in the big house and I'm just like looking for my ticket or, or something in my pocket and I'm like oh my god and I, I remember I have the egos I was like holy shit and then I just started like just oh my god I just started like throwing the waffle in my mouth and my friends like are like looking at me like um are you okay like are you <laughs> are you deranged i mean it was it was kind of a it was kind of a spectacle me with the egos but it's a really good memory and a really funny video and we the running joke for the rest of the season was like i was going to increasingly sneak in you know something bigger like chicken nuggets and then like you know like a bigger size meal and but and then i'll bring in like a portable grill or like a panini maker Oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember I seeing pictures and videos of that. That was the best thing I think that I've ever seen happen <laughs> in the big house. <laughs> so now everyone has an idea of like why the separation from egos has been hard. You yeah. know, it's like breaking up with someone, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> that's that's gonna be the title of this episode, breaking up with ego waffles. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's my like health. That's my health kick is keto. But I mean, you have like better health tips because you're like naturally like doing the right way. I'm like doing keto, like cheating, which well, not cheating, you know, it's a diet, but you know what I mean? Like, tell us about some of your like natural healthy tips and like cool things that you've made. Yeah. So first of all, in quarantine, there's a lot of time to watch TikTok and a lot of time to watch YouTube, right? And so as I'm scrolling through, like, I don't know these, what side of TikTok this is. I know there's like, you know, a bunch of sides. They're like, oh, what side of TikTok are you on? Like, that's a, that's a common question I've been <laughs> getting these days. <laughs> but as I scroll through, I just like see a lot of health tips and food tips and how to like sustain your energy over time. And now that I'm home, I think one thing that is actually truly helping is not having like chicken or any type of meat around because like, I think... I would go overboard in making recipes with that and it would kind of turn like more unhealthy on the unhealthy side if I if I cooked with meats. But um, yeah, I've kind of just like established a, a schedule of eating and then like certain things I make every day. Like I make my oatmeal in a specific way every day. I eat like an apple every single day, wake up, drink my coffee. Like it's just, a, it's a routine and it's a really nice routine because um, I feel, you know, like physically well and my energy energy is always there throughout the day and it's just maintained so just doing that drinking a lot of water and working out I think like probably between four uh yeah like four and seven days a week depending on the week but it's it's awesome like just being home for the summer and like having everything at home and cooking yourself like I've learned so many new things and I, I'm just 
excited to take it back to college and like be on that too. That's it. That is like, a, I mean, one of the unforeseen, like, I mean, look on the bright side, like advantages yeah. of like this situation is like, you're getting bonus time at home with your parents where you might have been interning in a different place. And you've been able to have a lot more free time to like teach yourself some things and like eat healthy and get on a good schedule and get some like best practices. But what was the thing you put on your snap tonight, dog? Like the healthy, what was that? <laughs> oh. he- healthy dessert. I was like, I'm all over that, whatever that is. Yeah. So I think like, okay. Yeah. So along the way, right. These past few months, I've also learned like you can't, you don't need to cut completely certain things out of your diet unless you're like following like a, a specific diet, like keto, like that's good. Right. It's, it's working well. So, um, in the beginning, I would like cut out ice cream, I would cut out like kind of all processed sugars and stuff like that. And my body was just not happy with me, you know, like, (laughs) not going so well. So I kind of just turned to like, alternatives for dessert. So I've also ordered like Halo Top and like different types of (laughs) less sugar ice cream, even though they don't taste the same, like it still works, right. But um, today, tonight, after my uh, dinner, I just had like, we have, um, what's it called like shredded almonds or like I don't know what it's called slivers of almonds like yeah yeah yeah. in a in a bag and it like comes from the store and I mixed it with like a teaspoon of maple syrup and I put like uh sugar-free chocolate chips in them because we have those for baking anyways and so I just mixed that all together and it's like such a good crunchy dessert it was just so good (laughs) that's awesome but um yeah that was pretty good Fun fact, whenever I read the word sliver, I always read it as silver. And so I saw your snap and I was like, oh, silver, <laughs> silver almonds. No shit. I was like, they were like, I was like, I didn't see that at Trader Joe's before, but all right. That's so funny. When I see the word sliver, I think of Slytherin. Oh, yeah. Some Harry Potter. There's yeah. a snake in my dessert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. So now that we're caught up a little bit about what's going on with you and me and how things have been this summer. Um, I want to, I want to get into something like pretty fun that Monty and I decided we would talk about tonight, which is uh, kind of just like a conversation around like small town versus big city. Cause we both grew up in kind of like very different. Yeah. Like different kinds of neighborhoods and things like that. Um, and have been ex- and like exposed to different, like fun little things or like different kind of memories that come with like where you live. So we thought we would share that. Um, but you know, everyone by now who's listening knows I, I live in a small town, Belleville, Michigan. Um, it's only like 25 minutes from Ann Arbor, about 30 to 40 minutes from Detroit. We're pretty close to the airport though, DTW. Um, if you go like 10 minutes outside Belleville, you can get cornfields, but right within the heart of Belleville is a nice lake. That's uh, about seven to nine miles long. It's man-made. It's super pretty. So there's like a lot of houses on the lake. It's definitely got a good small town vibe, small businesses. But if you go across the bridge, there's still like, it's not like one of those like really small town, like my friend Derek lives in Freeland and there's like, he said, there's like one stoplight. Um, so no, it's got, it's got like a decent amount of people <laughs> living here. Um, you know, like, and then you know, there's a lot of big businesses out like closer to the highway and everything. Um, but it's got heart, but Monty, if you'd want to talk about where you're from, it's, it's, it's a 180. Oh, yeah. So, well, for everyone listening, I just want to say that no matter where I've lived in the past or where I've traveled to, Belleville is 100% (laughs) my favorite town, probably, of all time. 
And even just from like visiting there like three or four times last summer with Noah and his family and other friends that we have, like I, those are some of the best memories. But yeah, so now like switching to kind of like where I grew up, um, I was born in Pennsylvania with the Quakers and <laughs> with the Quakers. Amazing. Um, <laughs> and That's lived awesome. there <laughs> for about eight years before moving to New Jersey. Um, and then from New Jersey, I lived there for four years and then I moved to Long Island, New York. And so Long Island, New York is where I spent the majority of my years so far. I lived there for about uh, seven or eight years. I went to middle school and high school there. So most of my memories are from Long Island. Um, so in every single town that I've lived in, it's been suburban, but it hasn't been like a very towny feel. Um, there's always been some closeness to a big city, right? So when I was in Pennsylvania, whether it was being really close to like Philly or, or um, in New Jersey, I would come to New York City a lot. And then in Long Island, I was just, you know, a half an hour or 40 minute drive from New York City and then like, or like a 40 minute train ride too. So I kind of grew up just on the East Coast, very close to New York City, going there very, very often with my family and my friends. Um, but it's a very different from like a towny feel. And so I think like I took the most advantage in New York City my second semester senior year um, when I would go with my friends probably every other weekend and just explore the food, the culture, watch a lot of shows, um, shopped around a lot. And it was just, you know, having a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so just being in the city, it's like a big hustle and bustle. Um, so being from like near New York City all the time, this is surprising to most people, but during like interviews and just like talking to my friends when they're like, oh, so like, where do you want to be out of college? My answer is not New York. <laughs> it's actually Chicago. I think being in Michigan and like, you know, visiting Belleville too, and like just being in the Midwest has influenced me so much and I just want to be in the Midwest. So I think like after college, I want to be in Chicago for sure. That's interesting to hear. And I know we've, yeah. we've talked about that a couple of times and you kind of like the appeal of Chicago, like a little bit cleaner, a little bit more manageable of a city. And it's still got like a really like big energy to it. But yeah. I mean, the other thing is, you know, I wonder about people who've lived in Chicago their whole life. Would they want to go to New York or would they want to stay or go somewhere even smaller? And so I, I, I almost <laughs> feel like it depends on like, not even if you have a positive experience because it's not, for me it's not like um or maybe for you too it's not like oh I hated the big city living I I need to get out and I want to move like somewhere small and quaint and for me it's not like I hate I you know I, I can't I, I can't wait to get out of this town like everyone knows each other's business or like I feel like I'm trapped here I want to go to like the you know in New York you can be a new man that's my uh, Hamilton <laughs> yeah. that's my recent recent fan of Hamilton here thanks Disney yeah. Plus uh coming up but <laughs> But I feel like it's it's not even like that I have like an ad adverseness to like being in Belleville. Like I love my town and I've, I have loved growing up here, but you want something new just because you haven't had it. And yeah. I, I feel like, at least for me, like, you know, New York, like I would, I'm not even like saying I would never like move back here or move to another small town. Um, but I think like the, the appeal of like going out and like spreading your wings and like being in a big city where there is like a lot of opportunity is like really cool 
and trying something different and also it just happens to be like we're all like you know like a lot of the businesses are right whether it's like Chicago Boston LA Houston you know New York Mm -hmm. it's like kind of a a product like of just your job function yeah totally I think uh I've gotten some very interesting responses when I tell people that I want to be in Chicago so I remember one time I was at like an alumni event and um this this woman she was from a super like large consulting firm in New York right and she was like oh so where are you from and I was like actually Long Island so not too far like out of the city and then we started talking about New York and how much we love New York and she was like so where do you want to be out of college and I was like Chicago and she was like (laughs) she gave me this weird look and she was like what the heck like like a very judgmental how dare you yeah (laughs) and so yeah it's kind of very interesting to be from New York but not want to go back necessarily but you know it'll always have a special place in my heart and um yeah New York is still awesome no doubt (laughs) yeah I feel like the other thing too is like I mean it also depends on how long you want to be there, right? Because I would want to be in the city for like a decent amount of time, like living in an apartment or whatever and like working. But like I've had friends, like some of my roommates who've lived in an apartment all their life, like like Raga, like in Singapore mm-hmm. and Teddy in, in New York. Um, and I like wouldn't want to be, regardless of how nice the apartment is, I wouldn't want to be confined to that. Like I want yeah. like a house. I want like a backyard space. And so I would always, I feel like when it is that kind of, when it's that kind of stage in your life, I'd want to move like a little bit outside of whatever city I'm in. So I can have like a little bit more space, not even if it, not like a big house, you know, but Mm -hmm. like, just, I, I don't know, like the whole idea of, I don't know. I feel like an apartment is more like, like the bachelor pad. Like I can't see myself like lit, you know what I mean? Like, cause there are people like, like in my company this summer who like, do their zoom calls and they're like in an apartment in in boston mm-hmm. or new york um like you know some of the full-time people and i'm just like man i don't know if i'd want to like have like a family there do you think it'd be cool like i mean are you had do you think it was like a good i don't know compromise or like you were able to take advantage of the city but you weren't like you still like had like you know i mean being like a little bit removed from it you had like a little bit of, i mean you said it wasn't the closest community mm-hmm. like you know like a small tight thing like belleville but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, do you feel like it's kind of like, that's a good kind of situation to be in, like where you can take advantage of the big city without being like swallowed by it or like being confined to like a, a stupid small apartment that's like costs like just an insane amount of money. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Um, I think Long Island, like Jericho, it was the perfect balance. Like I, I still had, you know, like the backyard, the the kind of like town activities that you would normally do. I I do agree. It's not, you know, as close as Belleville. It was kind of like people were all over the place, but I do love, I love Jericho, New York. (laughs) My, where I went to high school is amazing. Um, But yeah, after college, I just, I think I want to be in a big city for a few years and then eventually end up in some type of suburb again. Like my cousins right now actually are in a, um, my cousin is being raised in an apartment in New York city. Right. And Mm -hmm. his, like, like his activities and stuff is so, are so different from like what I had growing up where I would go to like the park and, um, you know, just like play soccer or whatever with all my friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally different. Like, you know, you look, you look out your window and what do you see? Like in my, in my experience, it's just been, you know, like another house, a real neighborhood, but for him, it's like roads, streets, other apartment (laughs) buildings. Like it's super, super different. 
yeah and it's nice because it's really alive and there's like a lot to do and not be bored but it's just it's just a different experience and yeah I don't know New York is a wild is a wild animal though I, oh, yeah. I've only been I think I've been like maybe th- three four times um uh I want to say three and it's like um just from like I visited a friend for spring break last year oh yeah so when I when I on the specific trip (laughs) when I when I stayed at a friend's apartment like in Manhattan um I met up with Monsi and our buddy Druva and and we met up for lunch and I yeah I guess I didn't tell you this and I just told her the other day but after so first things first we were at the High Line I was with my friends from like if you know who I was staying with and they were in my hall last year we were at the high line it was super cool Mm -hmm. and I told them I'll catch you guys later I'm gonna go meet up with some of my PGN friends and have lunch Mm -hmm. all right so then when you and Drew I'm you know I'm like on my way I'm like following a GPS like trying not to look like too much of a dumbass but like you know you gotta do what you gotta do um and I and Monsi's like how far are you away and I'm like oh like two minutes I just passed the Duncan (laughs) and she's like okay sure and then I I was like hell yeah I got this New York thing down well apparently (laughs) there's 8,000 Dunkin Donuts in New York which like I knew (laughs) but I literally on the way to wherever we had lunch passed four more Dunkins in the same like on the same you know several blocks apart but on the same street it was like crazy it was crazy I was like holy shit I was five Dunkins. That's how I'm going to, that's like how you can, instead of five minutes away, you know, like as like a measure of time, I'm like, oh, I'm six Dunkins away from you. It's like, it's like, oh, okay. So he's about, he's about 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we had a nice lunch. It was super good to hang out with them. And it was cool. Right. Because like, it's, it's, I feel like it's always funny when you like have friends that you meet in college that you didn't grow up with and then you bring them into your element like you knew New York better than me well I mean Drew also knew it but like you know like (laughs) it's like we're coming to your crib or whenever I brought friends to Belleville it's like oh yeah it's like a crossover it's like is this real like you get to meet my Belleville friends and I'm showing you my town it feels like I this shouldn't exist like I should only see you in Ann Arbor so it's always like special but after we had like a really nice lunch and we got some like crazy dessert what do you remember that place what the fuck it was like healthy it was like healthy korean dessert you got like a tree she got ice cream in a tree or something guys okay it's like a bonsai plant this place is called spot dessert bar and there's a ton like i think there's a few of them okay throughout new york city and the one that i've always gone to is near washington square park which is where nyu is right so i i i okay i will admit i don't know new york city like as well as other people do but I know it pretty well right like I or so I thought (laughs) and so I look up I'm like okay guys we got to go to spot like it's the best dessert place on the planet it's it's probably my fave other than get the scoop in Belleville my heart goes to them okay (laughs) (laughs) like I'm telling you guys (laughs) but um yeah so we we go to this random spot dessert bar and it's like it looks like a mall's food court okay like that's what the setting looks like and that is not what I was used to and so I get like my usual order or whatever and the setting was just so different that I was like wow like I wonder if it's gonna taste the same or this is just a completely different experience like sitting at sitting like in the middle of what looks like a mall food court as opposed to like a proper restaurant just designated to the desserts but yes that was my favorite place I got like the um 
I don't remember what it was called, but it was a tree. You pour like the little milk on it and it's an, it's a pie like in inside of it. So it's like a dessert parfait with um, some type of nice milk cream thing on top. Yeah, I was like, shit, this is what I'm taking. The shark <laughs> tank is my fucking idea. It was crazy. It was super out there. It was like creative, like innovative desserts. Um, but it was cool. Like it was cool to see yeah. that. And I feel like there's so many just like, I, it would, you know how long it would take to get through like in Manhattan, like all the different little businesses, because there was like a couple different vendors. Like when we went upstairs, like there's a couple mm-hmm. different like things you could get to try all the food in New York. My God, someone should like do that for their whole life and then write a book about it. Like I tried every single, even just trying every single pizza place, you know what I mean? Like that would take fucking forever. Oh Um, yeah. But after we had like lunch and dessert, it's time for me to, to depart and say goodbye to, to Monsignor (laughs) and go find my other friends. So I actually am going with Druva though to, we went like to the uh, station underneath Madison square garden um which was sweet he's like yo look it's the garden and I'm like I totally know what that is um I mean I did but I was also like I had no idea that that's where we were like I was like okay I guess we're here now (laughs) um and we're down in the subway and he's like okay I'm going I'm he's like goodbye are you good goodbye and I'm like oh yeah and then I'm like fuck I have so he's trying and I'm like Drew hold on wait 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 so I, he tries to like help me decipher where to go based on what my friend's like last like text or location was. And then he sends me on my way and I'm like, well, fuck it. I guess, you know, I've got the whole day to figure it out. And I'm literally like, tw- but it's kind of scary. Like I'm like, I'm, yeah. I, you, like even at 19 or 20 years old, it's like, like for fuck's sake, I'm not trying to be lost in New York city all day. <laughs> like fucking Kevin from home alone, bro. Oh like, my God. <laughs> so, so then I I made it actually to the stop I was supposed to go to and I'm literally like not sure if it's this or the next one so I was actually about to switch lines onto another subway and before I could my friends like across the platform I guess like we're on mm-hmm. two separate sides of the platform they're like Noah wait stop we see you they're like don't get on and they're like <laughs> go upstairs go upstairs we'll meet you up top and I'm like, wow, isn't that crazy timing though? Cause I was like, Hey, this looks like a good one to get on. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to switch to the D line. I'm like, well, let's do it. And they're like, no, no, no. But it was really nice that we, that they caught me right at that moment. And then, you know, yeah. we went up and met up, but literally like I had just kind of like, I had mostly followed the instructions, but low key, like in the middle, I took a different train and still ended up in the right place but I was like low key about to be lost forever. And also I know that New York is just a grid. Mm-hmm. I, oh man, I had a little bit of trouble without Google maps, like the fucking Duncans, man. It's too many. I thought I walked in. <laughs> I was literally like, okay, so I walked in a square. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Trains are a different beast. So <laughs> the way that I would get to New York city from Jericho, New York, right, is by the Lur, the Long Island Railroad, and yeah. I would, that that one was easy, you know, you would just go from your, I would go from Hicksville, and I would go from Hicksville to Penn Station, it was easy, right, but every single time I got off at Penn Station, I swear I ended up in, like, a different part of the station, and I didn't know how to get out, so, <laughs> so I've had a lot of experiences, like, trying to shop at like different places in Penn Station or like going to get food at different streets or just ending up on like different 
sides of the city which was so crazy like when i had to meet up with someone i just got so lost <laughs> isn't right? that funny you're just like all right i guess i'm shop. i'm here now like i'm shopping for here now like there's no <laughs> it's just wherever i land like it's where i'm staying <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah going from penn station back home to like long island super easy i knew how to get there i knew like exactly which yeah. um like train to take I knew exactly what to do right but but leaving the Penn Station okay was just for some reason the hardest thing for me I could sound really dumb saying this right now but um yeah I just was always lost at that station man there was too, too many people and like too many yeah. exits I think <laughs> it's a lot do you know like um for the couple minutes though when I was like lost or like deciding whether or not to to keep getting onto another train or switch over I was thinking to myself like like you said, you kind of just like, okay, I'm just going to go and shop somewhere else or figure it out. I was like, yeah. well, I have to pretend like I know what I'm doing <laughs> because I'm alone in this city and I don't want to look like a weak target to yeah. be messed with. So I'm like, I have to put my phone away and not like have Google Maps out. First of all, underground in the subway. So nice try, Noah, because that's not going to work. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to. So I literally started doing what my version of walking with like a new york confidence so i'm literally just walking around the subway like <laughs> yep i'm from new york bitch and i'm like i know where i'm going and i'm like fuck 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 what's happening and you know i was like i was like i hey how's it going and no, not just kidding like no one says hi i'm like looking like real mad at people like don't fucking talk to me <laughs> on my way to work with my briefcase <laughs> I just, I just had, I just passed the six Duncan. Literally, I feel like you could give directions like that. Okay, so you're gonna turn right at the Duncan, then you're gonna go a couple more blocks, and then turn left at the Duncan, and then you're gonna actually go in a square. So then, by the time you reach the next Duncan, it's kind of just a straight shot from there. It's like, okay, so we're gonna go Duncan, Duncan, right or right, and then road kind of jogs, and then Duncan. But yeah, that's. <laughs> That's my like tainted experience of New York. And I feel like I can't really meme to New York too hard because there's so much people could say about the Midwest in Belleville. Oh, God. I'm literally a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny the impression that people from the rest of the country have of like just New York. It's so funny. Like when they come to New York, it's just like a completely different experience. But yeah, it is true that I think New Yorkers have the same uh, view of like different places. <laughs> especially the midwest dude then you get to the midwest and yeah like i'm belleville and michigan's not that bad but like where my grandma lives in ohio it's like freaking um <laughs> like i'll be riding down the road and her her town is actually small enough that it's considered a village by population but it's like it's not like i don't want you to get the wrong to it's like it's like not quite the size of belleville but it's like it's peopley like it's not a village but it is technically <laughs> like it's a little smaller and it's not very close to the highway or anything like that like it's like a, there you pass a lot of fields and stuff but it'll literally be funny because I'll be trying to go meet up with my cousin in like Hilliard or Dublin which is very much like city and like fun stuff to do and one time when I'd first got my drive because every every year before this year actually this will be the first year I haven't gone since I was like nine I'll go for a week to Ohio and I'll drive down and um just spend the week with my grandma without my parents and we'll hang out and I'll go hang out with my other cousins and we'll just do fun stuff like take she takes me to Barnes and Noble and we read books together and we like cook meals and just kind of lay around and do nothing it's awesome um I literally got stuck behind a tractor and I'm 
And I'm like, <laughs> I know this MF tractor is not sitting in the middle of the And you know what I mean? It's like the double yellow line, so you're not supposed to pass. Mm-hmm. Like this motherfucking Joe on his John Deere tractor taking up the whole road. And I was like, only in Ohio. And my mom gets mad whenever I say that because she's like, well, there's tractors and farms in Michigan. I'm like, MFs don't be riding them. Where else can you go in the United States to see the Amish people like just chilling, riding horse and buggy? <laughs> like the same kind of thing on the road when you're driving by. I see like, you know, the horse and buggy. Yeah. And it's all, but it's just kind of funny, like stuff like that. But um, my like, my roots, even though I would say like, I don't want to call myself a city boy, like living in a small town, but I am not. I have like the genetic makeup of a farmer cowboy because my dad grew up in Belleville, but in Sumter Township and my family owned a green farm, uh, a greenhouse. Um, so he would like, like plant and pick like different crops and like fruit and vegetables. And he would go with my grandpa and um, great grandpa to the farmer's market in Detroit and they'd have a stall and they would like sell, you know, like different vegetables and crops and things like that. It's, which is really cool. And I learned a little bit about it, but I never like really big into it. And like I did, I never like did anything in the greenhouse, but I'd sometimes have to like clean stuff up. Like when I was little for my grandma, um, but it was like, it's like cool. Right. So it was like what he did growing up. And once my mom and him met in college, like she had to, for a summer, come out and work in the greenhouse. Um, but my mom, like I said, from Ohio and she grew up like all one year, like my, like grandma just bought a barn and then my uncle her brother got like into like showing like you know like showmanship so showing livestock at like county and state fairs so my mom in high school like she was in 4-h and like agriculture and you know she wear the boots and the button up in the in the belt (laughs) and the jeans and like she would um she would show like I mean like sheep and then like bunnies but she was fucking fair queen bro like she was like Ohio State like like the state fair queen her like senior year so I've got like literally like you put my mom and dad together it is like the ultimate like farmer yeehaw combo wow and then you get me and I'm just like I have like zero affinity for like animals the outdoors and like crops and that and I'm just like not I mean it's kind of funny though but I come from yeah so I've got like some Real country, shout out Ohio and like some like rural Michigan roots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a small town boy with big city energy. Is what yes. I like to think about. <laughs> yes, it's true. Like I've got like some hit. Like it's just like hidden in me. Like if you yeah. reach deep, like ketosis actually will, as a matter of fact, unlock <laughs> my farming powers. And like now, if you ask me to like go to it, well, it was funny though because like one year. Um, I was, I, we would go when, when I was staying with my grandma, like I said, like once a, you know, once a year in the summer, um, it always, a lot of the weeks I would go, it would coincide, um, with the, uh, Ohio state fair. And so my cousins, like my, my mom's brother, David, like his, his kids, like also show sheep and, you know, like do their whole like livestock thing. And my little cousin Ephraim was like, asked me like a couple years ago, if I wanted to help him show the sheep as like an assistant and I was like first of all like you literally should have seen me I was wearing tennis shoes lacrosse shorts a lacrosse penny and like a snapback hat let's just say I did not look like I fit in 
So he's <laughs> telling me to go in the ring with him and just push the butt. And he was like, he was like, you have to push the sheep's butt. It's a fucking, it's a fucking eight-year-old. He's leading the sheep around. He's like, I want you to push the sheep's butt. And I'm like, oh okay, well, okay, well, I just have one question. What if it poops? And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm like, so what do I do if he poops when I push his butt? And he's like, he's like, no, not like the butthole. He's like, you push like around the legs, like the butt. And I'm like, okay, but I still have the same question. What if it poops? And he's like, I, this kid is like eight. And he's like, he's like, are you telling me that you're a pussy and you can't push this sheep with me? It's like, first of all, where'd you learn that word? Cause you're, in God's country, in the fucking middle of Ohio, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck's been leaving Adult Swim on for this kid? So he's, he's like, guy, he's like, he's like, hey, he's like, Noah, are you a pussy? Are you gonna push this sheep's butt with me around the ring? And I'm like, okay. So yeah, I just get in there with my my Nike tennis shoes and my snapback hat, looking like a total douche, and I'm. (laughs) pushing the sheep's butt in a circle as he shows it and you know it's just funny it's a good memory I have with him and then my grandma was like really impressed and so you can't say though that I didn't try to like I feel like I've been really good with my cousins because that's not like how I was raised or grew up doing any of that stuff but I gave it like a support like I came out to watch them and I tried it you know I pushed the butt I it's just crazy right like it's so different from how I grew up right like there's like an in-between there's like a me a small town but like city-ish and there's you who's like actually you know like knows what to do when they go to the city it doesn't get lost and have to pretend and then there's like on the other side of the spectrum there's like my little cousin in Ohio who's showing around a ring and yeah you know what I mean? That is so funny. Wow. I've (laughs) never heard that story before. That is so funny. Yeah. I had a picture on Instagram of me pushing it, but I think I archived it. Oh. I'll I'll send it. I'll send it to you because you'll be like, you'll see. I just look like I don't belong. Yeah. Was this like recent? No, no, no. It was was during high school. It was probably my summer between freshman and sophomore year. Okay. um, Of high school. (laughs) Yes, very good. When he's older, or when you're older, you're going to just remember that the thing that bonds you, bonds you and your cousin, is that you were willing to go and push a sheep's butt. <laughs> yeah, but I pushed a sheep's butt so that you could win a, a showmanship ribbon medallion, like best, best showman, because they have, oh. like, you can get, like, for the way it, well, let me say, let me start by saying I'm no expert in any of whatever the fuck that is. But, like, you can get, uh, like, a me- not a medal, but, like, it's, like, a ribbon. And, and it's, like, for either best, like, you or South Down or, like, whatever type of, like, sheep or lamb it is. So, or, like, so it can be for how well they're groomed or how well they, like, respond when you try and, like, show them around. Or you can get, like, showmanship for yourself, like, the way that you display and like walk around your animal or whatever and like your presentation so 
that you can, you know, it's like a couple different things, but he wouldn't be fucking junior championship showman if I didn't push the butt. Right. Luckily, <laughs> luckily we didn't have to deal with any shit, shit da- disasters, but I feel like that's a fair question though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if you're standing there? Cause they kind of have to like, like I said, walk it around and then you have to make it stop and you have to hold its like neck up or its head up. Like, so I don't know, like, so it behaves or whatever. And then fucking then like, imagine you're standing there and everything's perfect and you're just, and you're like, okay, thank God. Like it's just standing and it just fucking like launches just ton of shit out of its ass like could you oh imagine you're standing there and it just like it just starts like a fucking machine gun like just shitting all over the place like what would a judge think would a judge be like oh yes everything looks like in order <laughs> like how do you control when your animal if you're showing it like how do you just tell because it's a fucking sheep it's not a dog like how do you tell your sheep to go poop before you take them out of the pen to go show in the ring right yeah because this mf is just about to be like bah like yeah <laughs> It's just, I have so many questions for my cousins I don't get enough time to ask at Christmas about what they do because it's genuinely like fascinating um that's so funny and I love them we've been talking for a while I had another story but I think I'll save it uh for the next time Monsi comes back just because I feel like we've got a lot of content for this episode already um it was so much fun getting to talk to you about I don't know city living small town healthy tips missing waffles uh, living the dream, sil- silver almonds, <laughs> and just what what we've both been up to. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm super happy um, that we were able to get this episode done because I, I know that Monty's been super excited to co-host with me. So very much happy that you were able to come today. Yeah. Thank you so much again for having me. I'm really, really happy that we did this. It was a great time. And yeah. To all the fat apples out there, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We see you. And we can't <laughs> wait. And we're going, we're going up. <laughs> um, but actually, th- thank you guys to like all my friends out there who listened to this episode. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, we will see you back next time. Have a day.